This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is a great day for talk radio. There's another uh, story of 7,000, 7,000 employees with the beer store, uh, or at least the union that represents the bulk of them, is the uh, United Food and Commercial Workers, whose president, John Nock, has joined us now. Because this ongoing saga of how uh, the beer store contract being torn up by the Ford government is not going to be uh, beneficial to everyone, as the premier and the administration suggest. So let's get John Nock in here and... He can shed uh, some light as to why this would be detrimental uh, as policy. Mr. Knock, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hi, John. Thanks for speaking with me today. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on as well because, uh, you know, the talk of 7,000 employees perhaps losing their jobs. I'm kind of curious how that would work because if the contract is torn up or at least, uh, you know, it's just opening up retailing for more convenience stores and big box stores and so on and so forth. The beer store is not going to go away, though, is it? And you'll still have people employed there. Well, we really, the last two weeks have been chaotic for our members. They're worried about losing their jobs. Many have worked here for a decade or two. We really don't know where this is going. That's the problem. We know we do great work. We know our store is very efficient and well-run, but we don't know why the Ford government wants to punish us. Well, well, do you see it as a direct attack on your members? Yeah, there's 7,000 jobs at stake here. They're well-paying, solid, middle-class jobs that help build a strong economy. The workers are well-trained to sell beer in a socially responsible way. Well, are you saying that whole model couldn't be extended out? And this is why I ask. I mean, the beer store would still be functioning. For a lot of people, it would be the most convenient location, and uh, they maybe like the setup and the way they're dealt with, as you say, by your professional members. So they'd still retain their jobs, wouldn't they? Well, the beer, the beer store system is a cost recovery system for the breweries. It's not a money making. Uh, it's not a money making stores. So as soon as there's other places selling beer and they become costing them more than it's even worth to stay open, they'll probably most likely start closing some of them, and that will directly affect our members. How many? We don't know at this time. So in other words, you'd be a victim of competition. I wouldn't say that. I think I think it's efficiently and well run right now. I just think that um, you know who who knows at this point how many how many corner stores how many how many more grocers how many people can sell beer can you sell it in out of a tent on a corner we don't know those answers yet. All right. Uh, now you talk too about uh, these jobs not only being uh, at stake but also uh, public safety and uh, it would also impact small communities. Let's start with the public safety. How, how do you mean public safety might be compromised? Well, we challenged a million people last year for either being underage or inebriated, and we've refused service to 75,000 people last year alone. Our members are proud and very diligent and well-trained at refusing people that shouldn't access this, um, I've heard it called a drug, but this alcohol, and therefore um, potential issues or accidents were prevented from us challenging these people. All right, well, you could then say the same thing for a convenience store operator selling tobacco. They sell to minors, they run the risk of losing their license. They're not going to jeopardize that, so they'd be equally diligent, wouldn't they? I can't speak for them. I know that our folks are well-trained and continually upgraded on their training, continually challenged, and continually do a great job out there. All right, well, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying if that were to be the same model extended out, but it wouldn't be necessarily unionized employees. So, in other words, this is more or less uh, about protecting a fiefdom or protecting the jobs within the union. It's not just about that. It's about protecting our communities. 
How so? How well, tell me how you would protect the community, or I mean, is that the same thing because you challenge people about validity? Well, well, how many places of alcohol do you really need to have? I think corner stores will be in it for the profits, whereas our workers are in it because that's their job. They don't, they don't gain or lose by refusing service to a customer at all. Yeah, you know, one of the things that keeps surfacing in this conversation, the craft brewers uh, feel that they're not well served by the current model and they like more uh, access to distributorship or, you know, even their own kiosks set up and so on and so forth. Uh, can you understand their point of view? Uh, right now they're, I guess, limited to about 2% of uh, the volume sales in the beer store. And uh, while consumption is about 8% for craft brews, uh, they think that they could do better in a different model. I, I can't speak on that. I know the beer stores welcome craft breweries with open arms, and they have lots of shelf space. Our members deal with their product um, every day, and it's it's well displayed and well available in the beer stores. I think it's up between the beer store and the craft breweries on how to get more of it into the beer stores, if that's what the craft breweries are looking for. John, how's it work with the 7,000 employees? I mean, is that a pretty static number? Have they increased lately, decreased? Uh, where is this going? I mean, uh, is it a case that... Uh, and what, what does it take to become a beer store employee? I don't know how you get a job. I did have one years ago when it was still the Brewers Retail and I was in school uh, as a summer student. I remember flogging the cases from the back. <laughs> you know, the old, uh, yeah, IPA was still a popular brand at that point. I'm not going back a lot of years, but Heidelberg and stuff like that, Dow Cream Porter. Uh, but how does one get a gig in the beer store exactly? You, you just apply. You walk in the store, ask to speak with the manager. You fill out an application or you can do it online. Uh, as far as the numbers, obviously in the summer months, we have a lot more uh, uh, part-time people working to help out, to fill in for the extra volume and the extra hours needed. Uh, part-time people love it because they can basically s- select their availability. Like, I can only work Saturday for four hours. Uh, I can't work Tuesday night. If they go to school... Uh, and then travel home in the summer, they can move back to their hometown and get hours there. And then when school starts again, they can go back to where their school is and, and work some hours there. They they love it. What's the average wage, roughly? The average wage is about $20 an hour. And it goes up as high as just over 30 depending on our collective agreement, your seniority, and those type of things. And then you get benefits on top of that, I'm guessing. That's correct. All right. Uh, just some food for thought. Let's see where this one goes. I guess you've tabled your concerns. I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon. Have a great weekend. John, thank you very much for the call. You got it. John Nock again is the president of the United Food and Commercial Workers. These are the beer store employees, about 7,000 strong in the province of Ontario. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 